0: Now, we're going to move on to look at chapter 17, which is no longer a discourse. It's the prayer of Jesus to his Father, often called the High Priestly Prayer. I want to say a few things about it. Uh, One of the things, you know, this is revealing our Lord's soul. He's talking to the Father and he's praying for us. This is his priesthood. As the letter to the Hebrews points out, he's a priest. He entered upon his priesthood when he went through the, the veil and entered the Holy of Holies. Because his priesthood is what? Intercession. His priesthood is always living, making intercession, talking to the Father, acting on us, intercession. Now this prayer is a prayer that I think John learned by hearing the voice of Jesus at prayer in heaven. This is the prayer that Jesus is saying in heaven. Or it's part of the prayer. Or it's the theme of the prayer. Now, I can't prove that. But when we get to heaven, I can ask. And if I'm right, I'm going to tell everybody. But um, this is the prayer that John, the mystic, heard and hears Jesus saying. Because this is the prayer that Jesus, at the very depth and heart of the church, Is always praying it's a prayer for us and a prayer of more than anything else it's a prayer for love it's a prayer that we will love each other and we will forgive each other and perpetuate our nature as I said in the last section you see and so it starts off Jesus declared these things well that goes back to chapter 12. This notion, elalisen, you see. Jesus spoke. He declared these things, What thing? All the things we've been reading about in chapters 13, 14, 15, and 16, Jesus declared these things. And now, lifting his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come. Now, he already said that in the Uh, chapter 12 uh, but he says it again here the hour has come lifting his eyes he said you see the hour has come glorify your son that the son may glorify you how do we understand this glorifying how does the father glorify the son how does the son glorify the father what does that mean we read, we use these words. This, by the way, is what is meant by lexio divina. You're reading this text, and you see this text. Lifting his eyes to heaven, he said, "Father, the hour has come. What hour? And and what does it mean that it's come? And uh, what's going to happen now? What does glorify mean? How does you know? He's asking now that the Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. You know, show forth your love. I have a beautiful definition of glory someplace here. Um, I'll find it later, I hope. You know, but it's the revelation of God. His glory is His saving presence. So glorify your Son means be here. You know, let me go through this and then raise me, glorify your son, prove, which is what we've already had a few weeks ago. Remember, in chapter sixteen, starting when I think about verse seven, uh, the Spirit will prove the r- r- world wrong about sin, first of all, right? Uh, and then about justice and about judgment, because I'm raised from the dead, I'm glorious. I'm locked in the eternal embrace of my Father, even in my human nature, forever. That's justice. So glorify your name, Father. Let me show forth to the world how much you love them and how much we love each other. You see, as we'll see over and over again in this prayer and as we go on through the Passion narrative, if we gaze on the cross... If we see the open side of Christ and look in with the eyes of faith, with the movement of the Holy Spirit, what do we see? We see this love between the Father and the Son. It takes our breath away. That's dwelling in the cleft in the rock, as the Song of Songs says. To dwell there. Have your breath taken away. To see that love. And that we're included in it. That's why God, the Father, so loved the world that he sent his only Son that anyone who believes in him may not face death but have eternal life. That's the love between them. And we're brought into it. You see? So, I can't prove my intuition and uh, but nobody I don't think will burn me at the stake for it. But I think this prayer is what Jesus is, is summing up the whole attitude of his heart. Uh, now. Even though parts of it are more applicable to when he said them, there with his disciples. But he's praying for the church. It's the same thing, my friends, as we find in the letter to the Philippians. Where Paul is trying to calm down the little factions. This is his favorite community. You know, and They're doing pretty well. But they're starting to have fights. And, and uh, Evodiga and Syndiki, two women leaders, Evidently don't like each other. There's something going wrong there. And and he says to the, the, the bishop, help these two good women. They're only trying to serve the Lord. They got themselves into some argument or whatever. Help them. Because division in the community is what will destroy it. This is why Satan will always work to have division in the church, in a community, in a family. It's the way to destroy it. And so, he's praying here for unity. And that, as, you know, as uh, St. Cyprian said, the Church is, is, is one with the unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you. You know, Let me show the world how much you love them. The world must know, it says at the very last line of chapter 14, The world must know that I love the Father. Come, let us go from here to my passion. I want to show the world how much I love the Father, how much I am totally identified with the love in his heart for all the world. I want the whole world to see it. Look at me. See me on the cross? That's how much the Father loves you. That's how much I love you. That's the glorification. There's nothing more glorious than love. Real love. Not sentiment. Real love. you know. God commends his love to us, Paul says in Romans 5. And that when we were enemies, God, the Father, commends his love for us. That when we were enemies, Christ died for us. Because they're one. Christ dying for us shows forth the Father's love for us. So, So here we have this. See that your son may glorify you. I want to show the world how much you love them. Since you gave him power over all flesh, which seems to be an allusion to the way the book of Sirach talks about Adam. I'm the new Adam. I'm the one with power over all flesh. I am the new father of the race. Which is exactly what Paul says, right? He's the new Adam. And so... As you may remember when we started these and we were back in chapter 2 and uh, Jesus said to Mary, what is that to you and me? Or what is, you know, uh, to you and me, however? Woman. No man in that culture ever calls his mother woman. Ever. He calls other people woman. Woman, believe me, the hour is coming, but not his own mother. What is he saying? Mother dear, listen. From now on, I'm Adam and you're Eve. We have to live on another plane. My hour is breaking in. So, you see, so that all that you have given to him, to them he might give eternal life. Isn't that beautiful? You see? And this is eternal life. That they might know you, the only true God, in him whom you sent, Jesus Christ. And how do we know that? The Holy Spirit. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. And that eternal life begins now. It isn't eternal until it's transformed our whole being, which happens when we die. And then, the power, the life, that is keeping us in existence is the direct gift of the Holy Trinity Himself to us. And the Trinitarian life Keeps us alive and in existence for eternity. The very Trinitarian life itself. That's exciting, isn't it? That ought to keep us out of sin. Help, anyway. So now... So he's saying, now is the time, and this is what's going to happen. You see, so that you... See, you gave him power over all flesh, so that all that you have given to him, to them... He might give eternal life, the Son. And this is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God. That's what I give them to know you. Because I love you, Father. I want the whole world to see your love. That is your glory. Okay? And so then, I have glorified you on earth. How? By revealing who you are. You see? Completing the work you have given me to do. The the commentator will point out that the works that Jesus does, he says, are the works of the Father in him. So that those works, those miracles, those works, reveal the Father. You see? I glorified you on earth, completing the work you have given me to do. And now do you glorify me, Father, in your presence, with the glory I had, always had, before the world was near you. Let that glory shine forth now. Let the world see how much I love you. Let the world see what that's like. And that I will always love you. I will always pray for them. I will bring them all along with me because this is Christ praying, if I'm correct, at the very heart of the church, always. For love, not just a sentiment, real love. And the heart of real love forgiveness there's no other way to love in this poor world in the next life don't have to worry about that, no more sin but here, it's all forgiveness Um, and so glorify me Father uh, with the glory that I had always in your presence before the world was now can you hear (sighs) ah Saint Teresa of Avila tells us, I think I've told you this before, that one time our Lord came to her, our Lord Jesus, and he talked to her about life in the Trinity. Boy, I'd love to hear that. That just Jesus telling them, telling her about the love between him and his Father, and how they relate, and the power of the Holy Spirit. I'd love to hear that. Well, I will one day if I obey the Lord. You see? And that's what... So glorify me in your presence with the glory I always had before the world was near you. Isn't that beautiful? Parasi. And the Lord is praying for that. That's the introduction to the prayer. It's all about glorifying the Father. That's the way you pray. You don't start, Father, give me this, give me that. You start... Father, I love you, I glorify you, I honor you. Not politically, now I'm on this good side, I can ask for what I want. No, because that's our gut root relationship to the Father. That's why. So now we'll continue with this prayer next time. Amen.